Hi, and welcome to Math and Musings. I'm Mike O'Connell, creator of Math and Musings, and your host. Stay tuned for 15 minutes of science, politics, news, and opinion. In other words, Math and Musings. Today's date is Friday, October 20th, 1923. No, 2023. I'll have written down 23. I wasn't sure which one it was. I'm getting ahead of myself here. I will be referencing things from the 1900s today. And proof again that like even 40 seconds into the show, if I'm making a mistake, like I'm not going to redo it. Like this, this is one take. This is always one take. If there was ever proof it was just going to be one take, today's the day. This is season three, episode number 42 of our show. And uh, 42 in our call to talk about 20th century icons and, and numeric icons. 42 is, is Jackie Robinson. There's there's no question about that. However, I will say that when I hear the date October 20th, it is making me think of baseball, but it is not making me think of Jackie Robinson's. It is Jackie Robinson. It is making me think of an opposing player. Um, I would call it like the team of my youth or what would have been the team of my youth if I were growing up in the 1950s. And that is one uh, Mickey Charles Mantle. It's Mickey Mantle's birthday. He was born on October 20th, uh, 1931. Interesting that uh, Mantle, his birthday was October 20th. And his buddy, uh, Whitey Ford, Edward Ford, as he was known uh, when he played in Binghamton. Yeah, like Whitey Ford played in Binghamton in his uh, early minor league career, and it's, it's somehow Mantle never did. And it's that's always the question people ask me, like when I talk about the old-time Binghamton triplets players, like when they had uh, a minor league team of, of the Yankees, it's like, oh, like what famous players came up? Did, did they have Mickey Mantle? Did, did they have Joe DiMaggio, Lou, Lou Gehrig, anybody? Uh, Babe Ruth, no, no, none of those guys. First of all, the Bay wasn't playing for the Yankees. Lou went to college. DiMaggio was playing in the Pacific Coast League, and Mantle played in other minor league towns. Whitey Ford, though, he came through Binghamton, and his birthday was October twenty-first. And those two were always linked. Mantle and Ford, their careers overlapped each other, and they kind of followed the success of the Yankees, like starting, well, Ford started in 1950 and then Mantle in 1951. The Yankees won five World Series in a row, 49 to 53. And then by the end of their careers, Ford's final season was 67, Mantle played in 68, that, that, like the Yankees were bad, <laughs> like they were when I was a kid too. And then, and then they got good. Although, eh, well, the, in the last... Uh, that's 23 seasons they've won exactly one World Series. But that's neither here nor there. It is on the subject of World Series that I begin today and morph that into a discussion of my animal encounters this weekend. So Mandolin Ford never played a game on their birthdays. This, this is important to the story. The season always ended earlier when they were playing, like now baseball is still going on, including some teams that weren't even teams uh, when Mantle and Ford played, at least at the beginning of their careers. Never got the chance to play on their birthdays because the season ended early. There was only one round of playoffs. 
League Championship Series did not start until 1969. And also important to the story, first World Series night game did not occur until 1971. Important to the story because I'm about to describe for you a beautiful fall afternoon. And this is what I was thinking of last Friday, a week ago, as I left work on the early side. It was it was one of those unusual days where I didn't have a mound of work waiting for me at the end of the day. And this is, <laughs> I wasn't part of this rush. I knew enough to wait. There's there's not only a stereotype, but it, it's true. Like you can imagine like teachers tripping over one another to get out of the parking lot after school on a Friday. Well, like, yeah, that, that occurs at every school in America. Uh, I always wait though, because even if you rush right out the door 20 seconds after the kids do, which I, I could have done, like I had my work complete, but you know, I ain't stuck behind the buses either. Like, you might as well try to you know, get something done for, for next week as you're sitting there. So otherwise you're just waiting behind school bus. That's, that's not fun. So I'm still able to get out relatively early. I get my son quickly and uh, we get home. It's shortly after four o'clock. That never happens. Furthermore, my wife had had the day off from work and she's home already. Like that, the three of us would be home shortly after four on a weekday afternoon. Not only a weekday afternoon, but a gorgeous weekday afternoon. Fall fabulous, one might say. It The weather reminds me of the kind of weather they played the World Series in for many years. It's like World Series weather. It's warm, but not hot. It's going to get cool later on, but right now you've got beautiful fall afternoon sun. And we think, let's take advantage of this. Go to one of our favorite haunts. I'll give them a, a plug here. This is Algonquian Regional Park. One of the, well, not one of the more beautiful, one of the many beautiful parks in uh, North Virginia. It's a little bit of nature in the tucked into the suburban sprawl where I live. And uh, it's it's not just all data centers around here, despite what you may have heard. No, there's some beautiful nature around here. The park abuts the Potomac River, sort of a a linear park, a long walking trail. There's a a golf course there. And uh, there's there's a water park there too, but that one is closed for the season. It was in the vicinity of this park and that we were walking, as we often do, usually on weekends, walking along the Potomac River, enjoying a beautiful fall afternoon when I have my aforementioned animal encounter. At the end of this week, at the end of this walk, we are joined by a dog. I should note it, I should know at this time that this is not my dog. This is a random dog joining us on this walk. It's rather unusual, I should know, to find a dog without a human. Like, my uh, spidey sense is telling me that this dog probably has an owner, but this owner is nowhere to be found. I felt okay about the dog because it it wasn't obvious to me that this dog had been... Um, 
abused or, or beaten or wasn't like starving in the woods like the dog seemed absolutely fine just like looking for another human to play with and the thing is uh we're, we're now like approaching the parking lot and the, the dog i don't know i like had me confused with his own owner so i'm gonna say his i don't know if the dog was male or female i'm gonna say the dog is looking for his owner well, this guy seems all right too. I'm gonna I'm gonna join up with him, and I'm looking around, and there are other people around. Like, excuse me, uh, did you lose a dog? Uh, excuse me, did did you lose a dog? And there's other people with animals too. It's like, um, count your number of dogs. Are, are you missing one? And there was even one guy. Not the dog, of course, is not on a leash. Has a collar, but no leash. There was another guy out there walking a dog without a leash like never mind why that's a terrible idea but i figured like well if this moron's gonna you know walk one dog without a leash maybe he thought he could walk two dogs without a leash hey man did you lose a dog no and now i've got like deputies searching or like helping me search for this dog's owner because i've got a few people now and they start asking people hey did you lose a dog like we've branched out did i mention the dog wasn't mine um, it's although it's sort of becoming mine and like it was sort of becoming my responsibility as well but no human being was claiming this dog and it's strange this went on like five minutes 10 minutes 15 minutes 20 minutes and it seems like an eternity it's probably like 20 minutes and and then i i start to fear the worst like we are next to the potomac river i think geez like did this dog and his owner go fishing and like the guy fell out of the boat and he's like down at the bottom of the river right now it's like like a, a, a pet widow at that, at that point like it does happen um like thousands of here but thousands of cases of this a year where a dog's you know owner dies and they're they're just they're there and uh, so i go down to the the river and there are people down there and like fishing and, and uh, you know boating and doing their stuff and like hey anybody lose a dog or see a human being in in the river somewhere no no okay okay so and there, there's cottages there too that you can rent and like my son and i even even got in the car and like drove down the road of these cottages and like people doing their things but nobody claiming claiming a dog so finally it gets to the point like okay i got it the contact authorities on this i'm not just taking a dog like the second i do somebody's gonna look for it so i call up the loudon county animal shelter lines report the story and and the guy i talked to is very nice he's like look sir this this is not your responsibility you have, you have no you know moral responsibility or legal responsibility for taking care of this dog we're, we're sending somebody but it's going to be a while and like it, you don't don't feel as though you have to wait with dog like okay gave my exact location and it's like my my pizza's waiting for me at domino's i i i can't keep them waiting either so I uh, hang up with Loudoun County, and it is at this point that my wife, who often plays the role of a saint, agrees to wait with the dog. I say, I've told you, there's, you have no responsibility to do this, but if you want to take on this responsibility, okay. Boys will go get the pizza. My son and I head to Domino's. This is really part of the story. Like, I, I do have a pizza waiting for me at Domino's. They're probably like, why isn't this guy coming to pick up his pizza? I'd ordered it ahead of time. And uh, I was just waiting for, when I walk into Domino's, I'm just waiting for the guy to be like, oh, we had your pizza ready 45 minutes ago. I'm like, dude, don't even get me started. And uh, so anyway, my son and I get the pizza. 
And I'm I'm expecting like, okay, now we're going to have a pizza picnic in the park with, with our new dog. And uh, on our way back to the park, my wife calls me and uh, relays to me that the dog's owner has finally arrived and the person was you know very distraught like had had lost their dog for an hour or so and, and it was like it's, it's clearly their dog and uh, it was a man and woman team who had who had recovered this dog and uh, the story has a happy ending it were they were reunited reunited and uh, my family and I we were still able to to enjoy our pizza and it was at this point I had to call back Loudoun County and say look call off the search Trouble was, it was now after six o'clock, and their their officers, like dog control officers, must go home at six o'clock. Because now I'm count- calling, and I get a, like a voicemail. It's like we're we're closed for for today. Call, call back in the morning, and it's like if it's an emergency, call Loudoun County Sheriff's Office. And like, oh jeez, it is not an emergency. I'm gonna feel like an idiot calling. Because it, you know it's not an emergency. I'm like, look, I'm trying to save you resources here. I'm a you know concerned taxpayer. I, I want to save your man going to Algonquian Park and looking for this dog that isn't there. So I call up the emergency line, explain the situation. I'm like, I, I know I didn't call you guys, but like, are, is it you who sends the guy? And they they eventually got it figured out. Um, they're like, okay, we'll, we'll make sure to to stop the officer before he goes down there and look for the dog. Uh, that isn't there, uh, and and the end of it is it it all had a happy ending. I very nearly had a new dog coming home with me. I was going to say, well, if you hear barking in the background on on future programs, uh, well, no, you'll you'll know why. Um, it's not going to be barking, but it is going to be a childlike, playful laughter on next week's program. Uh, Franklin will be back with me again. It'll be the uh, weekend before Halloween. We'll be, we'll be talking about some uh, fall flavors in, in the upcoming holiday, of, of course. Uh, but that's next week. You will have to uh, tune in then. I hope you have enjoyed this telling of uh, this particular tale. More, uh, more animal adventures from last weekend on a future program because that wasn't it for my animal adventures on uh, the weekend of uh, October 13, 14, 15. I'll regale you with that tale another time. In the intervening time, uh, for more math and more amusings, well, you can head to MikeOConnellJr.com. <laughs>